You're listening to the Pacific Northwest. Oh, heck, it's the Cyclocross Report. Uh, we have got Anique Chalier, the Cookie Monster. We've got Jenny Grieve, the um, Baghead Lady. And Zach Weens, the Firefighter, all on Skype with us tonight. This is going to be a great one. Thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for, Thanks having, for having us, George. So, the costumes. I mean, I love wearing costumes, no matter what time of year it is. <laughs> uh, but Halloween coming up, and what's going on with cyclocross? Zach, got a big race coming up this weekend? We do. We have the uh, Deschutes uh, Cross Crusade Series uh, Double Race Weekend over in Bend, Oregon. And uh, it is. it always falls on the Halloween weekend, and so it is a mandatory or a non-mandatory mandatory costume race so this is the kind of thing though where if you show up without a costume you're really kind of a loser right it it would be really rough on you if you showed up without a costume on anique are you actually going to wear that cookie monster <laughs> outfit i really need you to send a picture because it is awesome thank you it's for my private collection uh i'm not sure if i'm going to wear this we have so it's two days of races the, the classic day for wearing the costume was actually on Sunday. Um, so we have a team theme for our costumes for Sunday's race. But Halloween, as you might uh, be aware, falls on Saturday. So I can't help myself. I think I have to wear a costume on Saturday, too. So fortunately, I've got a whole closet full of costumes I can pick from for Saturday. Sunday, we have Oktoberfest as our theme. So some of us will be in dirndls and lederhosen and, I don't know, dresses, Bavarian pretzels and things of like that. So uh, I get to be Cookie Monster or something else. Who knows what, uh, what strikes my fancy Saturday. Now, Jenny, you've won some costumes from uh, Deschutes River Valley Time Trial. What are you going to be wearing this weekend? Well, George, I'm sad to say that I haven't officially worked in my fairy wings that I won at Deschutes River Valley. Uh, Saturday night, I'm undecided what I will be for the party. Sunday, for the race, I am going to be a gigantic Oktoberfest heart cookie. Ooh, Zach. <laughs> on the front, it's going to say in German, I'm sweet, eat me. <laughs> can, can I'm not you... sure if that's radio appropriate. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it is internet radio, so you can pretty much get away with anything. <laughs> can can you actually say that in German? Uh, Zach, do you remember the translation? I, I do not remember the translation. My my German is basically. Are you good? Are you? So are Zach, you have it in English on your backside, so people will know what it says. Yes, that is the plan. Excellent. So the heckles can be appropriate. <laughs> I think they're going to be very, very dirty. <laughs> I'll have to use Google Translate sometime this week to put it on the front of the cookie. Zach, what are you going to be dressed as? Um, I am also undecided for Saturday night because I'm an extreme procrastinator when it comes to uh, trying to figure this stuff out. Uh, but for Sunday, I will be wearing a Lederhosen skin suit of sorts. Uh, you got to send us a picture of that for the post-race wrap-up because <laughs> a Lederhosen skin suit. Okay. Uh, I want to get that image out of my head now. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how serious is the race itself? I mean, I know the points and everything. People really get take that very seriously. Um, is this more of a party or is this actually a race? Um, I think you kind of find a combination of it. Uh, people definitely still take it really seriously. Um, people are racing at a really high level, but mixed amongst the people who have chosen their costumes for like maximum speed and also still being in costume. Uh, last year, probably the best costume out there was uh, a couple where the lady was dressed as a pile of leaves and the guy was dressed as a giant rake. And he had probably this, it was made of like pool buoy things. And it was probably, I don't know, 10 feet tall. And he would duck down. And so like the front of the rake would scoop his like wife or girlfriend, whoever it was. And he would chase her constantly around the race. <laughs> that was the best, best costume of last year. Hands down in my book. <laughs> Is there a prize for best costume? There is prizes for the uh, best costumes. They choose from each individual race and they give out uh, like bike pumps and other kind of random little raffle giveaways. So, I mean, it, it just seems like such a party on wheels and, and all about fun. But again, those points are there. How do you race seriously when you're wearing, you know, a rake or leaves? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's kind of like to each their own. I know that my strategy this year will be to, I want to race really strong on Saturday when I will not be wearing a costume. And then a, a number of us will probably be out uh, having a couple of cocktails on Saturday night. So I already am facing the fact that Sunday might be a lost cause, both because of uh, some drinks as well as wearing a costume. So, but you know, my strategy can be could be completely different from other racers. Now, Anique, I mean, um, Athletes Lounge is really competitive in the team competition, and it seems like you all are. I mean, you always have fun at the races, though. But um, how serious are, are you taking this weekend as as a team? Well, I think that the team's going to bring it like we always do. But me personally, I don't know. I think I'm going to bring the seriously silly side of myself. And I, I've been torn on the, as far as the Saturday race is concerned. I was kind of between wearing a costume and just having fun and then trying to actually do well sans costume. But I think that wearing a costume is going to win and just have fun. Because, heck, it's my, this is my favorite holiday, so why not? <laughs> now, Zach, what's it like when you're overtaking someone wearing something big and bulky that, that maybe would block you? Uh, last year, I was dressed as a gorilla for the race. Well, there you go. <laughs> I, actually, I actually shaved a portion of the uh, chest and then cut out an old pair of my bib shorts and uh, glued on the logo on there. So I looked like I was like a branded gorilla for Athletes Lounge. Um, it, uh, <laughs> it, it's just a really good time. Um, the cross races overall are kind of a party on wheels, but this one has definitely a um, extra kind of flair to it. Um, the heckling gets really good. And uh, it, it's just a fun thing to not only race, but to spectate. So Jenny, what are you going to do if people come up to you and, and start snacking? That's a really good question. I actually will be prepared. I'm going to have cookies within my cookie, like real cookies to give out. 
It's like a double entendre there. <laughs> I, I know. I was kind of like, I'm not saying it. I'm glad you did. <laughs> and Nick, will you please bring the Cookie Monster costume for Sunday so we can do at least a photo shoot and maybe run around the course in character? Miss my arm. <laughs> I can be a Cookie Monster dirndl wearing cyclocross racer. <laughs> Now, is this pretty much um, focused on the Northwest, or is this cross as a whole across the country? Um, do they celebrate Halloween this way? Any idea? I personally I have no idea. Yeah, either do I. Um, yeah, I, I my doubt. experiences are only uh, local here. Yeah, I mean, I doubt we're the only ones trying to have this much fun racing cyclocross, but, you know... We're the ones having the biggest party doing it for sure. <laughs> How big is this event usually? I mean, I know Cross Crusade, you, you get upwards of 800 riders. If that, probably more. I bet uh, this weekend will probably uh, attract close to that too. Ben, um, the kickoff weekend at Alpenrose is probably the biggest uh, race that Cross Crusade puts on. Uh, but the Bend weekend is probably a really close second. Yeah, I mean, they can probably attract people from Eugene more so than they would up in Portland. Right. And, or uh, the Boy Bend Riders. Boise. Boise, yeah. The Boise people come over for this one. Yeah. Dressed as potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I mean, they make it into a, a very full weekend as well. So there is a crazy costumed Clydesdale race that happens around, I think, 6 p.m. on Saturday which is really cool because they're using lights on the course and it's dark. And uh, Zach or Anik, you two might have more of the details, but I think there's like a weight limit they have to hit, right? It, yeah, it's the Clydesdale Championship of the Universe race, I think is what they call it. And it's about the most unofficial race that ever happens. Um, you'll see a lot of people on tandems. Uh, last year you saw like gigantic, um, like, like almost looking like parade floats of like five, six riders kind of all uh, tandem together. And it, it's, that one is definitely a party more than a race. <laughs> yeah. And then Deschutes Brewery is very involved in the whole weekend as well. So they have a warehouse party on Saturday night. So, you know, typically those that are traveling to Bend or live in Bend and are participating in the day races take part on Saturday evening and going and watching the Clydesdale competition, then going to the warehouse party. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to back off from this weekend a little bit. How is athletes lounge doing this year? Are you leading the competition again? Any idea? Um, I believe we're currently sitting in second place, but really, really close to, uh, um, first place for the team competition. Um, and, and beyond that, we've had, the team has grown pretty exponentially this year. Uh, we've been averaging probably 40 riders or so per race. Um, and we've had just a lot of really good individual performances. Uh, we've had several riders who have started as beginners uh, this year and have progressed all the way up to the A category, which is the top uh, race category for cross. How does that affect points? Because, I mean, I hate it when I see people being sandbaggers. That is really admirable that people are moving up, especially that quickly. But does that affect your points in the division that you started out in 
if you were getting good points there, are you then leaving that opportunity to win that category? You do. So the points don't come with you. So it, they do that to try to help discourage the sandbagging a little bit more. So if you start as a C and you know that that's not really where you're going to be, um, and you win a couple of races, and then halfway through the season you get uh, moved up, you're just kind of out of luck. Sometimes, though, you can earn enough points uh, until you up, until you get upgraded that you still place pretty well by the end of the series. So um, it just kind of depends on when you get upgraded and how many how much you dominated the, the that part of the series before that point. What category are each of you, Zach? Um, I recently got upgraded to Bs. Uh, I started the season as a C and had a couple of really good races. Um, and then I've had a fairly rough transition in the B races so far. Jenny? I started the season as a C and I was moved up to B. Anique? I started the season as an A for the first time. And got moved up to... <laughs> that's, that's the top. <laughs> I'm hanging on for dear life. <laughs> that is great. I'm I'm really impressed that you all are doing so well. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been a great season so far. And uh, I know we are going to get together after Sunday's race. I'm hoping Tuesday night, if that's going to work out for all of you, that we can have a report on Ben. Yeah, that would yeah. be great. All right. Well, the Pacific that's Northwest cyclocross report on over the top cycling i'm george thomas boulder colorado anique chalier jenny greve zach weens thank you so much for joining us tonight i hope you have a fantastic weekend thanks george thanks thanks trick or treat happy halloween happy halloween